Hello and welcome to Strategy and Soul. This is the podcast for ambitious female entrepreneurs that want to talk more about blending spirituality with strategy for business growth. I'm your host, Danica Rose Creative, and I'm so excited to bring to you guests weekly from all over the world, as well as solo episodes and snack pod episodes to feed your soul in less than 10 minutes. Hello, ambitious female entrepreneurs, and welcome to another episode of Strategy and Soul, the podcast that touches on everything business. So wherever you are in your business phase, we're here to bring you another guest episode today. And today, I'm very excited to talk to Brittany from The Social Britify. Her little tag is on the video if you are watching, and we're going to talk about her offers at the end of the episode as usual. So I'm just going to do a mini intro for Brittany and then I'm going to pass the mic over to her. She's an Instagram coach and social media manager, but I call her an expert. I've actually followed you, Brittany, for about six years, maybe five or something like that, up until I got hacked in 2022. So Mm -hmm. at that point, I lost touch. You'd done a rebrand and then I refound you just randomly because you always come up in um, like, it's kind of like the for you page on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. I I thought it was quite funny because I was like, oh my God, this is that chick again. Is that? <laughs> yeah. So tell us about your location and how you stumbled into being an Instagram expert and what you do for women in business and other business owners. Yeah, definitely stumbled is the right word. Um, so I'm Brittany. I live on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. I was born and raised here. Um, but for five or so years, I actually traveled the world. I was a professional dancer. That's what I trained my whole life to do. And I worked on cruise ships. Um, so as you can imagine around COVID, um, that put a little bit, you know, was, became a little bit of an issue, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I suddenly, very suddenly found myself, um, unemployed, um, living back with my parents. Um, I have a partner and still have a partner. Um, and we just were like, kind of just, it just felt like our like heads had been cut off and we were just running around. I mean, everyone was stuck at home, which is fine. But when you just truly don't know, like, at all what the future held for us in terms of our job and um it was my first time being you know um what's it called not medicare a centrelink um like i'd never yeah so you were on some kind of supplemental government payments just for those international guests that's what we call it here and Mm -hmm. it's really important to highlight as well that devastation there's a lot of trauma that surrounded us as business owners especially service-based businesses like we owned a cafe during COVID and so eventually that got sold and we've moved on from that scene right now obviously I'm working online so hey everyone but that's that's the weirdest part like you've come from this people-based service-based performance-based and all of that stuff that you get out of being so physical all of the time while you're performing and it's very it's a massive pivot for lack of a better a better pun (laughs) oh yeah and to even having to explain what I did do um, to get the government funding that was not as simple as like just, you know, the the average employee that lost their job. Um, I was not working in Australia. I didn't 
have an Australian like contract. It was a US based contract. So and it was years of those other yeah. outside contracts. Yeah. Um, so trying to just even prove my footprint in Australia to be like, I need help. <laughs> yeah. Really difficult. Um, luckily, like, thank gosh, I have like an amazing family and um, we were able to live there. I started working for my parents' business um, and really just there was no like end date on like when we were going back, when cruise ships would start again. And like, it's not like there were even other dance gigs around because, you know, entertainment um, in, in a whole, no matter where we were in the world, was just not happening. So I kind of got to the point I was like okay well I guess I need a human job um kind of like a muggle job um so I kind of just started applying when and it's just weird because even the nine to fives weren't really a thing <laughs> at that point in time like there wasn't yeah. even uh, I better go and get like a standard whatever everyone else is doing because it's not very common that people are just dancing around on cruise ships like let's be real and the privilege we also yeah. need to highlight and have that gratitude because we have government payments in Australia that helped we were able to do all those things and I know personally that you're so grateful for all of that support you had in that phase and yeah. just like because I wanted to stick to eventually we're going to amplify the amount of value that's in the podcast and really focus on the people that are listening as well so I'll just do a bit of a segue and get you to fast forward to what are you even selling like how, how have you gone from that to then now you're doing this well it sort of leads to that point because I was trying to get a normal job and I couldn't yeah. even, I couldn't get a waitressing job I couldn't work in a retail store they didn't value any of my experience knowledge from what I had learned so I really ended up working for my parents business and as parents do they need help with can you post this on Facebook can you work out the emails so yeah. I fell down a rabbit hole of marketing and the world of social media. I literally YouTubed social media management because I had heard about it. I didn't really know it was a real job. Um, and because the boom of online business was really happening during COVID and there was such a fall in just regular work, um, so many businesses were needing help with social media management and understanding Instagram, how to make it work. And at that time, Reels had just launched. Um, TikTok was, of course, kind of already firing away, but Instagram was catching on to reels. And I just kind of had the time, unlike not a lot of other people who were either working from home or busy with kids, whatever it had, um, what was their situation, I had the time to learn about it. I had the time to research um, growth strategies, understanding the app in like a in a really deep, true way to able to utilize it to attract clients and not just, you know, get likes and comments from your friends and family. So I went down a huge rabbit hole, um, fell down the Canva rabbit hole, fell down all of the different avenues, bought so many online courses, programs, um, and taught myself, figured out how to do it. Um, and essentially, I was just a few steps ahead of the average business owner that was feeling really overwhelmed by Instagram, Reels, social media in general, and kind of faked my way through it. Um, and suddenly... Yeah. But I actually, I would love to say this just from like a client perspective of yours and how I view it from a, from a public point of view, because even though you're obviously being very transparent and vulnerable here saying, you know, like I just, I was just a few steps ahead. I have always seen that in your messaging. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm only a couple of steps away from where you are. So let me help you. Like you're always doing it from that place of real authenticity. So mm -hmm. speaking into that topic, what do you have to say about people just posting for the sake of posting or posting to milk the cow and they're trying to like get something out of it? What's your take on all of that side of the industry? 
I mean, like you said, just to milk the cow, the, the cow's going to run dry at some point. And when you don't have intention in what you're doing and an end goal, and it's not to say that every single post needs to be this like groundbreaking piece of, you know, marketing artwork every single time. <laughs> wow. <It> yeah. <laughs> it needs to have, okay, what will this post get me a step further towards my goal? Will this post help that audience member understand more about what it is I'm trying to help them with? And if we just go step at a time and try to build those relationships with your audience, get your messaging out there, be really consistent with it, you will see more long-term results instead of that short-term gain, which a lot of people are working for. Um, and a lot of the tricks, hacks, tips, all that sort of stuff really is all about. And that just gets really exhausting. And Yeah, and it's trending to go viral. But just from that business strategy perspective, what's going to happen when a thousand people land on your website in a 48-hour window? Where do they go? What does your email marketing sequence look like? Are you equipped to take on 50 new clients if if that was something that was about to happen? Or do you have yeah. enough stock? Like you might just be trying to post and then you're like, oh my God, now I've got 2 million things. And then your website crashes. So there's a lot more that goes into this strategy aside from focusing on the numbers, how many people follow you. Oh, nobody even commented. But did you check your insights to see how many people saved the post? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think the way as consumers that we use social media now is so different as well. So using like, you know, your experience from 2012 and how Instagram worked back then and trying to apply it now, it's just not the same. We don't comment really as much anymore. We don't double tap. We just go, okay, mentally, yep, like that. And we keep yeah. scrolling because we're just trying to consume as much as possible, um, feeding, you know, feeding into that consumerism. So yeah, comments and likes and views, they don't mean so much anymore when I know for a fact I went viral. It happened to me and I had nothing to sell. I'm only one person. I only have so many management spots. I didn't have a course. I didn't have a training coaching. You program. didn't have three VAs. <laughs> yeah, no. And I literally lost money in the end and not lost money, but I I couldn't it's make like the, that the money on the table. Yeah. Like you're yeah. not going to be able to increase your profitability because there wasn't the structure and you were like, hang on, if there's no structure, what am I selling? And then you're like, yep. Mm -hmm. All right. And it's just a chance. Like if anyone has ever gone viral or you've made that mistake where you've had this massive influx of people, I just want to say, guess what? It's not a mistake. There's no such thing as failure. We're going to throw in all those cliche, like vibey things right now, because you were supposed to learn from it. So if you haven't adjusted and tweaked and changed what it was that you were doing now's the time so what oh. are some things we can implement over this course of the next phase for 2023 is in particular on instagram and wherever else you want to comment on uh yeah so definitely across pretty much all platforms um it's really I, don't, I, I try to stay away from niching down because that's, again, a whole, that's a whole other episode. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> I was like, yeah, we could save that for another day because, oh, my God, I'm very obsessed and passionate about that. And I have a solo episode that talks about niching down or up or out or in or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Amazing. And yeah, and it's going to be different for everyone. Some people yeah. lift out of that space that they're really narrowed down in. Some people really need to narrow down on what it is that they are doing, selling, talking about. But 
it's really understanding who that one person is and that one dream client that you would die to be working with, um, you know, and even as far as like, you know, they respect your communication boundaries. Um, they're, they're equally as prepared to work with you as you are prepared to work with them. Those dream clients that you just gel with, you get, um, and whatever project it is you're working on, they're just a dream to work with. So who is that type of client? Because you want to bring those clients in. You don't want to bring in those not quite clients. And that really all comes down to messaging. And, and it's less about having this niched business, but really being able to have clarity on that messaging that's going to bring that client to you um, and have them in your DMs um, asking for your services, not you cold pitching and not you scrambling and trying to use all these hacks and tactics just to make that one sale and get that one booking for that month um, and really having clarity on your messaging and what it is, your point of difference, your unique standpoint, what separates you from everyone else and all the other noise out there is going to get you results much faster than just trying to talk to everyone, try everything, um, you know, jump on into every trend, do everything and anything that you can, which was definitely the strategy a few years ago that did work. Um, so I really think it comes down to like just refining what it is that you're good at and making the most of that and what yeah. makes you as well. I love it. And I would love also just to pitch it to you guys that are listening or women, men, everyone. I love to say guys, you know, it's all political these days, but why not? Whatever. We've got this massive topic right now that I have noticed has come up and I would say it's a trend and it's still on the rise. We're talking about storytelling marketing, mm -hmm. but guess what? Why put that pressure on yourself if you're no good at telling stories? Like there just is some people that they're not good at telling stories. So then they are going away from it and thinking, oh my goodness, I'm not able to do that. So now my marketing's going to suck. And then all those bad vibes that go into every time you're writing content and you're putting that pressure on yourself. And I just think it breeds toxicity when we're not in check with our mindset. So if you've been, again, focusing on the numbers, only trying to do what's trending, if something doesn't feel good for you in your body and when you go to do it, it means that there's another tactic out there that will make you more magnetic and attractive to your ideal clients because you're vibing. You want to get on a live. You want to write a caption and people can really feel that energy behind the post. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing worse than like content and you can see it when you, when you see a post comes up on your timeline that you're just like, okay, they made this because they felt like they had to. They're sharing this client testimonial because that's what you're meant to do. And oh, it breaks my heart. And and it's them just following the process of what they hear and are told from different specialists, gurus, whatever, what have you. Um, and yeah, it does break my heart to see that people are forcing content out that just doesn't feel like them. They don't love it and they don't enjoy it. And you can tell the difference between someone that is so truly passionate about what they're putting out into the world and someone that is just putting it out there because they have to check it off their to-do list. So really determining, okay, what are my strengths? Because as business owners, we're, we're business owners because we have a speciality in, in something. We're a leader in something. We're you know, the best at something and that's what we offer. And some, like a few years ago, sometime it just turned into, oh, you also have to be the world's best content creator, by yeah. the way, <laughs> epic original content. You have to be posting multiple reels. Just so you know, you need five reels a day. And then you're yeah. like, uh, you need to have the confidence of an influencer, but you don't want to be an influencer. You don't want to seem like an influencer, but you have to be salesy, but don't be too salesy. And it's just this so much conflicting, overwhelming 
advice about content. And at the end of the day, we're just business owners. That's what you're, you're showing up here to do first. So don't put that pressure on yourself to be this epic groundbreaking content creator that's getting millions of views. You just have to get your message out there and find your people and do that in the best way that feels good to you and in a way that you can maintain consistently. Yeah. And you can also play into like networking events, which I run, going to workshops face-to-face. Of course, we're coming out of that phase now where these things have become more accessible, in particular in Australia. But there's nothing that people love more than third-party credibility. And if you're not someone that's going out into the community and getting testimonials and getting reviews and brand awareness that's in your local area, and Mm -hmm. it it does depend. Like there are people in, in particular, I know you know this as well, Brittany, markets. We love a good old market and Mm -hmm. everyone goes there and they set up with their table and they put their tablecloth and all their beautiful products that they're hand making. But there's something to be said about selling to the people that just walk past. If you have a market stall or you're going and seeing anyone take your business cards with a QR code and capture their email addresses, because no matter what Brittany and I say about social media, It could all be gone just like that one day. We just don't know what's going to happen. We don't own our followers. We just don't own any of that content. So our email marketing is something that I'm, it's one of my massive goals for 2023 as well, because I'm just slowly growing my list and I love organic growth. It's my favorite thing. It's truly powerful. The just the power of and word of mouth and like referrals, all those sorts of things. But create, like you said, creating your community of people that are your cheerleader as well and are going to tell their friends and their friends about what you do. Um, because we do have this incredible network and especially in Australia, it is it is really budding and growing and there's a really well and alive community of incredible women, men too, um, that really want to connect. So make the most of those opportunities and connections because a lot of people do want to support other people. They just don't really know how the best way to do it. So whether it is podcasts or joining up for like a collaborative giveaway that's going to benefit you both in different ways and also benefit the people that follow you and your and both of your audiences as well and just spread the love because there's so much goodness to come from those types of collaborations instead of just like that like competition and like trying to just scrape your way to the top and ignore those people around you you can really use the community around you instead yeah and it's such a mindset perspective like that's really playing into the whole scarcity versus abundant mindset and when I like to speak about them it's a bit if you're looking at lack and what you don't have and what someone's going to take away from you and what you're envious of and the comparison our ego is there to protect us because those things can make us feel uncomfortable when someone is further ahead than you, they're the people that you want to be sitting at the table next to. They're the people that you want to bring a plate and be like, do you want some of this? Because yeah. then when they're sharing that with you, you're going to learn something and then they're going to learn about their people that admire them and who their ideal clients are. Hello, Brittany. Like, you know what I mean? This is exactly what we're talking about. Like I'm going, okay, I understand business strategy. I coach on business and marketing and I can do those for my clients. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, by the way, everyone, I don't do it for myself because I'm so busy serving everyone else. (laughs) So tell us about your course then, because you don't actually have to constantly be selling and launching, but you definitely play up your messaging in different ways to sell an offer. So let us know what it is. 
Well, my course Conquer Your Content is all about, it's a, it's a group coaching program, but it's also mostly self-paced, but it is a group environment. Um, but it's all about crafting your own strategy. I'm not here forcing specific schedules, posting, you know, schedules, styles on anyone. I really step my students through really understanding their own strengths and weaknesses, likes, dislikes, preferences, whatever it is, and the way that they want to show up in their business and using that knowledge to craft a strategy that uses that, but also is going to really attract their ultimate dream clients. Um, and is not, again, just posting for the sake of posting or posting because I like reels. But, okay. I like reels. That's great. What type of reels are going to find uh, match me to my people? So it takes you through the whole process of um, crafting that from start to finish, actually looking at your schedule and your lifestyle. Okay, where can this fit into that? Not trying to bend and twist your lifestyle to make you know, make it work for Instagram. Um, because if you don't have something that works for you and is actually enjoyable to execute on, but is actually realistic to execute on, you're not going to be able to keep up with it for more than two weeks. Um, and yeah. that's where so many people fall off. They, maybe they get, they work with these amazing coaches that give them these, you know, 10 star strategies that the coach used or someone else used their clients use. And they're great. I've got this strategy now I'm going to implement it, but they can't keep it going for, for very long. And they go, well, that didn't work. So why isn't this working for me? And it's because you're trying to copy and paste someone else's and try, instead of trying to build out your own. Um, and it's a much more realistic way um, and hopefully enjoyable way to approach Instagram um, and grow your community and increase your revenue as well. Yeah. And bring the joy back. I feel like there's so much joy in everything you offer. You're just a down to earth, funny, authentic, and actually it's a service-based business. So I always appreciate that about you and what you're offering. So you can find Brittany at the social Britify. It's just one T. I don't want to get anyone tripped up on that. So yeah. And I just will get you to just say a little goodbye or a sign off. What's your number one top tip that people can implement just if they want to write this down? Just start documenting instead of forcing out content ideas. Like don't like anyone that puts like, okay, come up with content ideas in their little planner at one o'clock is most likely going to sit down at their desk and be like, okay, I literally cannot think of a single thing. So instead of trying to make it this like time blocked activity, make it an activity that really flows through your, your workday, you know, outside of work, um, always in that ideation phase, making notes of ideas, anything that comes into your mind when you're in the shower, when you're out for a walk, when you're on a call, um, recording your calls, recording your meetings, um, all of that sort of stuff and having just this running list of ideas. So when you are into that state of, okay, I'm going to create some content, whether I'm going to create 10 reels or I'm just going to create one post in Canva, you're ready to go. And you can just really focus and put your energy into how am I going to deliver this and deliver this in a way that's authentic to me instead of being like, okay, I need to think of an idea and sit there for half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> because or I'm going to look at what someone else did and then I'm going to yeah. reword that. It's so yeah. nice that you've really highlighted them coming from a place that's inside of them, their own idea, and then amplifying that energy. I love that so much. Yeah, that's my that's my whole mantra. That's definitely also what all of Conquer Your Content is about. Um, really identifying your strengths, identifying how it's going to best work for you, whether you're a, a batch creator and you work, you like to work a month ahead if that's your thing or you're someone that just likes to be in the moment, really working out what it is for you, what's realistic, 
what's enjoyable and doing that and doing that really well. And that's yeah. So do the thing, do the fun thing. And I'm going to sign off as Danica Rose Creative. If you loved this episode, share it with your female entrepreneur friends that are equally, or if not more ambitious than you are. And I'm just so grateful for the listeners. Of course, I ask for reviews, everyone, because that is how we can increase our amplification of whatever project, whatever products, whatever you've got going on, get out there and ask for those testimonials and those reviews, because that is, again, documenting. (laughs) You can use it for your marketing. So thank you very much for listening and we'll see you soon for another episode of Strategy and Soul. Bye.